Do you feel as if you are planning your wedding and you're trying to please everyone else? And are there many people around you that are sharing their opinions with you? And are you finding that difficult to navigate through everyone else's needs? Then this is the episode for you. Welcome to Bride and Joy. I am your host, Amanda Costa Thompson, and I am a wedding event planner and designer. If you are planning your wedding and you suddenly start having low self esteem, not feeling great, and second guessing yourself, it might be your choices, it may be your thoughts, and that might be the cause of the problem in a way, but it's very easy to end up on this path where you are trying to please everyone else. And especially when you're planning your wedding, it's such an emotional journey. And there are so many family members involved. And sometimes you go, but you know, my mother is saying this and my father wishes this, or my uncle doesn't want this or, you know, and then Maybe you start thinking that you want a wedding that doesn't have mobile phones or maybe your sister doesn't understand that because she wants to be updated on the world. Like there is so many elements that go into wedding planning and questioning yourself when you do work on details and when you start thinking about table plans and when you start trying to put people together. And it's difficult planning a wedding without having these thoughts and it's very natural And it's very natural as for us humans trying to please everyone else, especially trying to please everyone else around us. It's a very human being thing to do. But, you know, if we zoom out and if we try and think about that the world is just so much bigger and you are this very, very, very tiny little piece in a very big map, with so many so many people and when we zoom out it's also a friendly reminder that there is no need to get stuck on the small problems and when we do they are not necessarily worth the big thoughts and all the energy that goes into it But trust me, I really do understand this feeling of trying to please everyone else. And it's a question that comes up with every couple because there are so many people that are trying to please everyone else. And there are so many family members that do share their opinions. So it is very natural. And it might feel like this. And it's easy to feel that, you know, oh, my opinions are so different than the rest of my family or... I want this, but I'm struggling to kind of get it through. And I also do want to remind you that this is your wedding and this is your day and this is how you want to do it. So I really do believe that the best weddings are the weddings that really do trust their gut feeling and go with what it is that feels right in that very moment. And it's easy to think, but What When I look back at it 10 years from now, will that feel natural or will that feel right? 
And I mean, I also, you know, I had a wedding where I made choices at that time in my life because that felt right at that moment. And also because I did feel as if I had to follow some specific rules. And I remember because one example is that I lost my father when I was 16. And I even remember, you know, telling him, oh, you know, I'm so excited for you to walk me down the aisle when I was a little girl. But that was never an option. Um, and he knew that he was much older than my mother. So he knew that he wouldn't be alive for that moment in my life. So he was very aware of it. And he tried to say it in a nice way. Oh, you know, but you, uh, I don't know if I'll be here then and we'll see and blah, blah, blah. And I never registered that because I didn't see him as an elderly person. But my point is at that time I chose that my oldest brother on my father's side was the one to walk me in. And at that moment that felt very right and it was a huge honor and I, I love him to pieces. But in retrospect, if I had chosen today, I would have walked in with my mother because she's the one that's been my father and my mother since I was very little. My father moved when I was five. And even though I had a very close relationship to him, she was definitely the person that brought me up. And we make choices based on what feels right and what our gut tells us and we have to make those choices because that's what feels right at the time so don't feel pressured into making a choice and then thinking oh but this is what I have to do because the world is telling me to do this but really do try and feel your gut feeling what I'm trying to say is that sometimes when I was planning my wedding, I really did feel as if I had to please everyone else. And that's why I'm trying to share this with you, because so many brides end up in this situation and it is a very natural feeling, but it doesn't have to be that it is this way. And what I'm trying to friendly remind you of is that you have choices and those choices are yours to make and no one else's. And you can especially feel this if you're trying to put together a table plan or if you are trying to make people come together in a room or if you're trying to walk somewhere with someone or if you have to decide who you're walking down the aisle with, if you have different options and you don't have a father just like I had, then these conversations come up with couples all the time and they are very often family related. And it's what happens is that you get insecure when you get scared and sometimes I have couples going you know Amanda I don't know if I want to do it this way I think we should do the way that they're doing or you know the way that they want it and I'm never the one to tell you that you know and you should do exactly what you should do or you should do exactly that or you should do what people are telling you but I always ask questions and I always ask questions about why so-and-so or why are you feeling this way or what are you scared of or what is it that you think your parents would like or how can you like something or what is it that you like and try and incorporate their wishes with yours if you want to take them into consideration and if you want to try and include these important elements to them. But what happens is, yes, 
good, you know, but what happens is that there is this word that is great to think about and it's maybe not the word you're thinking that I'm going to give you and share with you today, but it's the word discipline and I'm here to give you some tough love. I'm a dead honest person and what you see is what you get. Everything I say or don't, you know, it's always comes with love and the intention is always through love. But I want to ask you and ask yourself this question. How many times have you told yourself to go and work out and then you don't? Or you, how many times have you explained yourself out of wanting to do something and then suddenly you're not doing it? It can be... For instance, like myself, I can go, oh, tomorrow morning I'm working out and then it's morning and it's like, oh no, I don't have to, I'm so tired, I didn't sleep well or or whatever happened, you know, you go, oh, I don't want to. So you don't. So you explain to yourself and your mind and your brain and you kind of tell yourself that, oh no, it's okay, I'm not doing this anyways because I really don't feel like it or I don't want to. So my point is, how many times have you said this is going to happen and then it doesn't? And what that does is that it gives you zero self-confidence because you are telling your conscious mind that I can't trust myself, I'm not good enough or I can't make commitment to myself. And when you say these things and when you show yourself this, you're not building self-esteem. You're not making yourself feel better. You're not making yourself feel more secure. You're not helping yourself. You're throwing yourself off the bus time and time again. So how can you change it? You can tell yourself today that I really want to go work out. I really want to get in shape. I just want to have a life where I'm up at five in the morning because I have two kids and I prefer to just have some alone time before the craziness starts. We all have different wishes and we all have different needs and you need to figure out what yours are. But for me personally, I need those 30 minutes by myself or an hour to either work out, meditate or whatever it is. But I'm not a fool. I'm a human being and sometimes it doesn't physically work out. I work a lot. There's a lot to do and sometimes and with the kids it doesn't always work out with the timetable and the schedule and everything that goes into our weeks as I wanted to. Sometimes your plan doesn't work out and you had set an intention you were very clear on going through with it and then maybe a kid gets sick or something and it doesn't work. And But my point is, if you are struggling with not doing those things that you want to do, for example, going for a walk in the morning or prioritizing yourself enough or getting that book read that you really want to, when you can, first of all, ask yourself this, when can you fill in that time of the day where you can take the time and do that and start with just one thing? And this is not necessarily, you know, for businesses, but just, this is another example. So if you've never posted on Instagram before and you're then going to start marketing your business, then you start posting on Instagram several times a day. That's not going to happen and that's not rational with the time you have and everything that goes into starting a new business. 
So we all have to make choices based on what suits us, what our needs are, and how our calendars are. And this was just an example. So how can you use that for yourself? And if you say, okay, today or tomorrow, I want to go for a morning walk. It's just 20 minutes. And when you do, go wake up early, do the morning walk, plan your week ahead. This is a very good tip that we started doing. We plan our week ahead every Sunday. Who does what? Who picks up who? Who picks up where? Who's driving where? Because our calendar is absolutely crazy. And when we do this every Sunday, I also see where I can work out. And if I don't go and work out at that time slot, it feels like it's a a gym table. But, but still, really, if I don't go and work out in that time and I can just I can't just think, oh, I'm just going to do it tomorrow or I'll just do it half an hour later when it suits me because I have three other people in my family that I have to take into consideration. And that's where the word discipline comes in. I have to stick to those things that I tell myself that I'm going to do. But if you just want to start, then start with something that feels okay. Like, for example, getting up early and going for a morning walk. And what happens when you actually go and do that And you say, okay, tomorrow I'm getting up at five. I want to walk from 5.15 to 5.45 and I will be back home meditating and then I'll go take a shower and I'll be ready with breakfast before everyone else is up. If you don't have kids, then you might have a day where you can leave for work early. You have a great morning that leaves you energized. And I feel like when I work out in the morning, I've kind of like given a lot of energy to something but I've also gained a lot of energy back so if you do get up early you can also leave your job earlier so you in especially in the summer months you get to enjoy the sun longer you can go directly to the beach straight after or whatever it is but when you come back from that walk you will feel amazing and then you're giving points to yourself You're giving points to your self-esteem, you're giving points to you, and that helps you to build your self-esteem. So when you do small tasks like this towards your big day and continue with it after your wedding, you know, I mean, I love to share tips and tricks and inspiration and stories and all these things about weddings and sometimes some things, but if there is something that I can share or you can share with me that I can share with others, please do, so you know that I want to help. I don't have all the answers. I don't know what works best, but I have tried several things from being exhausted to working way too much and everything in between and uh, hit the wall and all these things. So it's all about boosting your self-esteem because it really does help you. Protect your self-care and protect yourself. And Jen Gottlieb always says that I dare you, and if you've listened to her podcast, I dare you, it's super cool, I love it, and I dare you that are listening here today to set a goal for tomorrow that is something that you have been wanting to do for a really long time, and tomorrow is going to be the day that you do it, and when you've done that, wake up, do whatever it is that you do or do it in the evening, or whatever time of the day that you say that you're going to do it, continue to do it. Try to do it again the day after. 
and see how that goes and then try and do it again and see how that goes and suddenly if you're saying that you feel great I want to do it again because it feels great and then if you go okay I want to start with something else or I want to start with taking time to look at my wedding planning for 20 minutes a day or I'm going to do that every Thursday or every Wednesday or whenever it is that it feels right do that from 7:30 till 8 um that's not 20 minutes that's 30 but anyways then you just set aside these 30 minutes with what it is that you can do for one hour a 30 minute whatever it is one day a week 30 minutes every day however you choose that time slot and that will make so many changes for you because when you are building discipline and even though my life can seem quite crazy, especially if you listen to this podcast, and I'm sorry for sharing all these details with you, but I just believe that we're all human beings and we should be able to share what is in our heart. And I really do believe that those are the best conversations. So if you do sit down with me, you know, I would really prefer not to talk about the weather, but how you are really and asking yourself that question and understanding how you are, who you, who you are, what you like, and all these type of things. With that said, try and build self-discipline for yourself, not for everyone else, not for your mother, not for your father, not for trying to please everyone else for your wedding, but try and do this for you and see how that goes. See how that works, see how that will help you in the long run, and let me know how it goes. Find a small thing that you either want to change or something that you've been wanting to do for a really long time. Try and do this very small thing. Do it for 10 minutes, do it once a week, do it once. If it feels good, do it again. If you, if that makes you feel good, do it again. These points are gold and you will really start feeling different. See how that will help you in the long run and let me know how this goes. I'm super excited for you, seriously, and a whole new life is waiting for you on the other side of discipline. And I used to do the same thing. I wanted to work out and I used to tell myself, oh, I want to work out in the morning. And then the morning came and I just didn't have the energy to it. I also struggle a lot with my sleep, so I'm working a lot on that. And trust me, you feel so different the nights that you have really had a good night's sleep. But my point is that in January, I did a little challenge for myself. And I said, I want to work out four times a week for eight weeks. And I did it. And it made me so happy. And it made me so motivated. And it gave me so much self-esteem. And it made me stick to my goals you know because you have a rolling ball that continues to be fed with positiveness when you continue to do what you have told yourself that you're going to do you trust yourself you feel good about it and you want to do it more and when you feel good about things and you continue to do it you get momentum and everything just feels so much easier and you continue to do it and then suddenly you fall off the wagon again because either you get sick, like me, excuse my voice, I'm still hangling on like day 12. Um, and it's easy to think, oh no, you know, 
I've lost it again and it's difficult to get up again or to start doing that thing again because I haven't been feeling well and you really might get really, really, really sick and then that might really throw you off the bus, which is okay. But it's really about just getting up on that horse again. And if cycling is what you could do today, taking your kids on the bike, then do that and feel good about it. And also remember that give yourself some credit, be proud of yourself and continue to give yourself discipline, stick to your goals. And before you know it, you're going to be on a super ride on your wedding day. I'm so proud of you. Go create yourself a magical day and go do my dare. I'm so excited to hear what you have in store and what will come out of this. And knowing that, being very aware that I've chosen the topic to work out, it's just a very easy example. And literally, this can be anything in your life that you want to do, that you haven't been doing, but now you will start doing. So when you get to your wedding day, you will feel amazing because you actually did those things that boosted your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and that made you grow both physically and mentally. And that really, really helped. If you thought this was helpful, please share it with a friend, share it with someone that you believe that needs it, and we can help more people together. I really wish you an amazing day. 